0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by.
0: Hello and welcome to the 291st episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. See, that's how you do it in one take, Sandy. I get it. I get it. I'm learning. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So... I've t- I've told you that or I told you a few like a few months ago. I know it's been a few months that I started watching Parasite, uh, you know, the the movie that won Best Picture at the Academy mm-hmm. Awards this year. Yep. And we still haven't finished it. We actually hadn't come back to it since we were in Florida like three months ago now. So um, part of the reason is because with a movie with captions, like we need to be completely focused in on it. We can't take our eyes away from the screen. And that means that Gordon can't be awake when we're watching it. Of course, we've had other escapades since then, like mad men our uh recent watchings uh you know catching up on marvelous mrs maisel we finally entered season three about a week ago so we're working our way through that now but today lena and actually like two two three weeks ago lena asked if i could make a list of movies like old and new movies that we have seen or haven't seen that are just kind of classics movies that we got you know we have to see or have to watch again so um we we've we, we watched Training Day like a week or two ago, wow, and uh, okay. yeah, so we we have like movies like Goodfellas, Godfather one, two, and three, Scarface. Um, you have
1: you have Godfather one, two, and three.
0: Yeah, so I I haven't seen Godfather three. I, in fact, I don't even know if I've seen Godfather You're fine. two. The You're last fine time, fine, not I, watching it. The last time I saw any of the Godfather movies, at the very least one was uh in high school I want to say maybe early college. So it's been a long time. I know that Godfather 3 is people say is is uh easily the worst of them all. I don't know if it's still a movie that's worth watching in general like if it's just better than a lot of other movies that come out and Godfather 3 therefore just doesn't hold up to 1 and 2 or if it's just don't watch. Um regardless it's it's on the list whether it we actually get to it or not. I don't know. We have uh Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Uh, what's the other one before something else after sunset i don't know we got those movies though (laughs) we have 2001 a space odyssey um yeah do the right thing shawshank redemption parasites on the list eternal sunshine of the spotless mind um so yeah yeah
1: we the before trilogy that you just talked about before sunrise before sunset before midnight that is that's the one that is a fantastic series
0: yeah, so I haven't seen them. I know you love them. You talked about them, I yeah. don't know, a hundred or two hundred episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's, time.
1: it's uh it's definitely one of my low key like it's really it's awesome. It's so good.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like Ethan Hawke has like a, a he he really does enjoy these type of film projects over the course of time. So like, mm-hmm. you know, boyhood being the other the other kind of notable uh film series like that. Or not film series but but just film like that. So yeah, definitely looking forward to watching it because I know I know you love it. I know a lot of people love them. So, Parasite is one that we're finally getting back to because it's on Hulu. So for those of you who haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. And um, today, when Gordon was taking his uh, morning nap, we we got through about a little more than half of it, and uh, we're we're loving it so far. We just hit we've hit a bit of a suspenseful part. It is. The, the suspense is almost compounded by the fact that we couldn't finish it all in one go because now it's like, oh, things are getting really good. And then Gordon Gordon woke up. We were able to get about another 10 to 15 minutes before he started getting fussy because he was just entertaining himself for the bit that we were watching it. Yeah. But it just it just elevates the desire to get back to it even more. But yeah, we're really enjoying it. I don't I don't really know how much I should get into spoilers and it's difficult to give you any full like complete thoughts. I mean the movie's been out for quite a while. It's it's been out for a little bit. Spoiler
1: alert. Just start talking (laughs) about it.
0: So I I uh I didn't really know what to expect of the movie. You know, I'd read I had read whatever couple like two, three sentence summaries of the movies ages ago. I haven't read them since. So I couldn't really remember exactly what we were gonna be getting into and I got to say man these are some terrible people. <laughs> like absolutely. Like <laughs> the uh we we see the kid go for the tutoring, right? You know, he's he's going to be an English tutor. And it, when he when he came up with the idea of like, oh, my uh what he what did he say? Like my sister's friend's classmate right. or something like that is an is a is an art tutor and she can help with that. I was like, "Okay, cool." And then like as we started to get introduced to the driver and we, we remember the, remembering the question from before when they asked, oh, dad, did you used to drive a Mercedes or something like that? Um, it became apparent that, oh, they're going to try to get the dad the job. And then it, it became equally apparent that they were going to do something to the housekeeper to get her to yeah. get their mom the job, too. So it's this crazy compound. Like, and they're so unaware of the fact that they are con artists. I think they said something like, oh, we could be good con, art, con artists or we're like con artists, but con artists. But they didn't realize that they actually were. Um but yeah this movie's getting out of control. So at this point the the housekeeper just returned to the house and we found her husband in the uh in the cellar. And the the mom the mother kicked the housekeeper down the stairs. We didn't we didn't know if she had killed her until the husband came upstairs and saw that she was still breathing and we just got to the point where he closed the um he closed the the door behind him. And they went yeah. upstairs, and they had to hide. They're all hiding underneath the table right now, while the son of the family that, that they're that they're staying with is um, outside camping in the rain. So that's where we are right now. We haven't gotten okay. any further than that. So I'm really, really, really eager to get back to see what happens because it feels like they're going to get caught. Like they got to get caught. But I don't think they would even care if they did. I think the only reason they would care if they got caught is because they would lose out on the amenities and the money that they have access to at this point but I feel like this is right. not the, their first time doing something like this
1: I think it's not their first time doing something like this but it certainly feels like it's the most successful grift yeah. they've ever done that's true and so I think that's why they're so uh, so desperate to keep it going
0: yeah because they, they keep saying how, how dumb the woman is but she's dumb because she has money and she doesn't really need to think like she doesn't think that people are this desperate to get something to get ahead in life
1: Right. And she has the power, uh, and the financial means to just sort of like use money to solve the problem, we'll say.
0: Right. Right. Um So far, yeah, it's it's so far it's just really good. Definitely getting a lot of laughs yeah. in, um, but also on edge too, trying to figure out what's gonna happen. Like it's weird getting the perspective from the from this from the, the scammers point of view because you almost don't want them to get caught. But realistically you should want them to get caught like they're terrible people they just got this they got this woman fired they got the 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 driver who presumably hasn't done anything wrong in the past they got him fired um so yeah we'll see we'll see where it goes from here but i'm definitely excited to finish it tonight but yeah this is this is how it is with gordon like you know when you got a baby it's difficult to make progress on movies or just difficult to make progress on anything that you know Requires you to sit still for a couple hours because yeah. if you're not if you're not caring for him, you're doing dishes, you're cleaning, you're doing something. You're uh, always doing you something. Know, re- repairing something, like we can't. Like, people constantly say when the baby sleeps, that's when you sleep. And I mean, I guess that's something you would say when you know he's a newborn. Gordon, Gordon's is a, is you know he's a toddler now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he turned a, he turned a year old last week. I can't remember if we talked about. It. Yeah, we did. We talked about it. Um, yeah, yeah turn 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 one on Tuesday. And so, um, yeah, when he sleeps, it's like, OK, well, he's got plenty of dishes from breakfast and lunch. he's Got to clean those up. Um, you know, his food is in are in containers. You know, Lana makes his food so they're in containers. So then those dishes are in the are in the sink. I was just telling Lana now I didn't even completely finish cleaning up the kitchen before we started this. It just feels like the sink is always full of dishes, the counter, the sink. Uh, Lena like cleaned the floors of the kitchen last night she's like you wouldn't even know that I cleaned the floors tw- less than 12 hours ago because it just feels like there's food all over the place there's water on the ground and other just nonsense there so uh yeah it's full it's a full-time gig so yeah by the time you finally get some free time to yourself it might be like nine ten o'clock at night yeah like you know you don't tough. you don't really yeah
1: it's tough to like also like decompress in that short amount of time
0: yeah it is the days fly by too when you when when I'm with him like yesterday um so yesterday, I, I, uh, I was with him. What he woke up at? I think seven. But because the night before, uh, which is another thing I didn't even mention to you, our fridge broke. <laughs> our uh, we have two fridges actually. We bought a second fridge when her, when Lane's mom moved in. It's in the basement. But our our primary fridge, the fridge that came with the place, broke, and we didn't realize it until later in the day when half the stuff in the fridge went bad because the fridge was too warm. The, oh wow. Uh, the fridge wasn't cooling anymore the freezer was the freezer stayed cool but the fridge did not and so we ended up have we ended up i suspected that it was something related since the freezer was working maybe it was something related to like ice build up because we could actually hear um ice behind the freezer fan clicking so mm-hmm. we we defrosted the whole thing after throwing away half the stuff in the fridge and um, plugged it back in yesterday morning and it was working. But Lena spent the whole day like cleaning the, the, the fridge, um, you know, restocking it with the stuff that we had taken out the night before, transferring stuff back from the basement fridge and freezer back upstairs. So that was her. That was what she was doing all day yesterday. So um, I was with Gordon. Um, I took him to my parents' house for a little bit. And, you know, by the time I came home, Lena had made dinner, but she'd spent the whole day in the kitchen just cleaning and cooking. And it's just like it you know you get a few hours away and you still don't finish everything that's on your list right so um yeah yeah it's tough stuff yeah it does
1: seem like uh movie progress is like probably one of the more deprioritized things you got to be able to get to until other things are done first
0: yeah that's the nice thing about tv shows too especially things that aren't super serious because i mean that's like in fairness sitting on the couch is like the easiest thing to do sitting on the couch and watching something with tv shows though it's a little easier because I typically don't feel like I need to be hundred percent engaged in, in what I'm watching. So I can be doing something on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever. So but yeah. The, uh,
1: uh, yeah. One of the shows to that point that we've really liked in recent past are they share some very similar qualities. Uh, they're limited series. Uh, so there's like a very defined beginning, middle end. That's not like a thousand episodes yeah Uh, we just watched fear city i know you finished it
0: i have not finished it i'm halfway through the final episode now
1: yeah so fear city was like a three-day thing that was great we're watching uh the business of drugs uh
0: okay how's that one
1: it's phenomenal you have to watch it it really gives you a sense of like the supply chain of how these drugs are coming in uh and humanizes the process so you know you're when you think of, like, drug dealers or these drug farmers, you think, like, oh, they're, like, 100% bad people. They're out here to, like, just make a buck and and hurt people. But then you realize that, you know, they're people and they're trying to do the best thing that is available to them uh, yeah. given, the, given the means, right? It's not like, right. you know, being born in America is probably, like, winning the lottery compared to a lot of countries. And if you yeah. are a poor Colombian farmer in the jungle and you somehow got born there, like, you're going to pick... What can make you the most money? Because you got to eat, right? Yeah, uh, and your family's got to eat. So, it like, really humanizes. It makes it really interesting to figure out, like, how drugs are made in a, in uh, in this planet and how things are moved around in like this like super interconnected world. Very interesting.
0: Um, yeah, I'm gonna add it to my list because yeah, I yeah. I've seen it and I haven't I hadn't put it on, but yeah. it's definitely interesting. I just listened to a podcast. Uh, it was like I don't know six to eight episodes, I think, um, talking about heroin and um uh fentanyl fentanyl specifically actually and you know at some point they travel to china and they speak with some people that, that are there um so a guy who claims that he used to make it but he got in the business too late so he doesn't sell he doesn't sell fentanyl anymore he says he only teaches people how to do it for a price um and just like talking talking about i don't know the the deaths and all that other stuff so yeah that sounds that sounds pretty interesting i'm definitely interested in checking that out
1: yeah uh we just started watching uh the first episode of this series on hbo max with uh anna kendrick called love life i think Um, okay it's based off of like i think a memoir or a story of some woman uh trying like going all the relationships that she's been through and uh it's 30 minutes long uh and that's like a real nice sort of thing right now. It's just like, oh, you get to watch something. Like you eat dinner, you watch something, and it's a uh, it's like really nice time box.ed We'll say uh, that's been a, a big factor for us. Uh, I'm watching. I'm like watching like a lot of old movies uh, recently on Netflix. Uh, currently, I'm making my way through the movie *Margin Call* on amazon prime it's free great movie if you've never seen it you should definitely put that on your list it's another one of those financial crisis movies but it's got like zachary quinto uh it's got uh kevin spacey it's got like a lot of people in it uh stanley tucci's in it for a little bit uh demi moore is in it uh jeremy irons is in it uh it's about like you know mortgage-backed securities but it's it's a little bit less uh in the uh big short view you know how the big short kind of like made made it funny but it was also like dark humor yeah um uh, trying to explain things uh what was the other movie that did that recently uh besides the big short uh I, maybe it was a big short
0: i think you i think you're right there is something else um i, I, you know, I don't you know, know the one is, that though. like
1: tried to explain to you what was happening uh, with like the interviews with like Anthony Bourdain, and uh, you know what, I think that was a bit short. Um, but this is like a little bit more of a dramatic telling of things, and it's pretty accurate of like the language that they use and how they approach it. So it's a little bit less Hollywoody. Yeah. Um, but I, I, was, I was like watching watch like really like I was watching a lot of like '90s movies. Um, let me pull up Netflix real quick. Is there a way to, like, go through Netflix and just see, like, what you watched most recently? I believe
0: so. I believe in ne- – I believe if you go to account settings – let me just quickly see myself. Now, if you go to your account settings, though, I think you can see your okay, watch history. Manage so, profile. Not even uh, – underneath that, on under in account. And then – Let's on. see.
1: My account. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Download activities. Recent device streaming activity under settings. It's like fourth down. Uh, Oh, it just tells you where you were watching. That's not what I thought it was going to say. Yeah. So maybe it isn't. Maybe it's. I don't think it's a managed profile, so I'm going to check. No, it doesn't look like it. It just looks like it allows me to change things there.
1: I mean, let me see if I can just really quickly see. Like, in the continue watching area. Uh... I watched the movie, uh, the, uh, let's see, Swordfish, um, that was good. Oh, I
0: found it, I found it. Where is it? So, back under account. Yeah. And then it, you see profile and parental controls. Yeah. Click down on you, and uh-huh. then there's a viewing activity, about five oh, down, viewing fantastic. activity. Yeah. All
1: right. Um, oh, great. We also saw uh Down to Earth with Zac Efron.
0: Oh yeah, how was uh, that one? I keep that is fantastic. for it. It's really, it really good. Yeah, oh, okay. it's
1: really good. You get to see some really cool things. All right. Um, so yeah, based on my viewing history, Donnie Brasco? Haven't seen that. Uh, that's like a Al Pacino young Johnny Depp movie.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um uh, The Taking of Pelham 123
0: with uh, seen that Denzel. A back. Yeah. Yep. I didn't even know that it's, was on uh, Netflix.
1: Let's see. Secret in their eyes, Killing Them Softly, The Foreigner, uh, The Firm, Devil's Advocate. Uh The Firm and Devil's Advocate are that you should watch the Devil's Advocate. That is a
0: I saw it a lot of movie. Yeah. It's a All
1: super right. weird movie. Okay. Uh with Pacino and Keanu Reeves and a very, very young uh Charlize Theron. Throne. Yeah. Uh what else did I see? Uh, oh, the Old Guard, uh, that Charlize Theron uh, yeah, action movie. I gotta
0: watch that one. I haven't seen it yet.
1: It's interesting. It's it's fun, but it's like you can you can tell what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that's. Oh, did you ever watch Home Game?
0: I've I've watched about three episodes of it so far.
1: Okay, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. the David Foster documentary Off the Record is also really good. He's like a, one. he's a f- insane, like, music producer who's made a lot of the songs you've heard.
0: I see. Oh. I feel like there are a few producers like that. It's ridiculous how much work they put in.
1: Yeah. We saw Lovebirds a while back.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah. We, yeah we were, you were telling me about it the other day, right?
1: Mm, yeah. Sort of a pass. Glad okay. you saw Patriots Day. Patriots Day was really good.
0: Yeah. I, I just watched that about two, three weeks ago now. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. seen it before. Very good. Um, I watched – I've already seen the other guys, but – or I've seen it a few times before, but I watched the other guys a few weeks ago. It's Um, it's so funny. It's too funny
1: every time you watch it. That's that's one of those rare Laugh Out Loud
0: movies. It is. It really is. You forget a lot of lines. There are certain lines that kind of stand out to me, like Aim for the Bushes at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. but there's other things, there are other things like, uh, it's Christina. Are you stupid? Are you deaf? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh,
1: that whole that whole sequence. Yeah. I mean, when you watch the bloopers, and, like how much they were laughing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Gator. Yeah. Gator's probably the best part. Uh,
1: the whole Gator sub-story is yeah. fantastic.
0: He's like, so you were a pimp. He's like, what? Are you even listening? <laughs> yeah. The other um, one
1: I like is uh, when they're on the, uh, the roof of the parking garage and the people are yeah. attacking. He goes, Colombian drug lords. So he goes, where are you
0: getting that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I watched Zodiac for the first time. Told you about that. Oh, one.
1: I don't know how I like if I like that movie. Very slow burn, we'll say. It,
0: I I think I like the first half much more than I like the second half.
1: Yeah, I believe um, that.
0: It it you know I I think but I I feel like that's kind of just how it was too. Like that's how that's kind of how it went. It's like this is on everyone's mind. The Zodiac killer sending letters and blah 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 and people like that's all everyone's thinking about. That's all everyone's terrified about. And then his activity kind of dwindles. And that's kind of when, when, uh, I can't even remember the the character that Jake Gyllenhaal, what his name was, but that's when Jake Gyllenhaal kind of takes over. And not really, not much is really happening at that point, but that's kind of where he's making a ton of progress in the case. So I feel like in general, since it's not, you know, there are not any active murders happening, it's, uh, it loses, it loses, it loses its suspense a bit at that point and then they kind of try to add suspenseful stuff in with when he has to like go to the guy's basement at that one point, one of it, one of the Zodiac Killer's former employers, or at least the suspect's former employers, and he's in the basement of the dude's house and he's freaking out. Um yeah. but yeah. I watched Malcolm X, which I hadn't seen since I was like a kid.
1: Malcolm That's a great X. movie. Yeah. That is a good movie. I'm gonna have to re watch that movie.
0: Did you want season four of Eff- *Efforts for Family*?
1: I did not.
0: You didn't? No. Is I that can't... any good? Yeah, of course it's good. <laughs> oh. *Efforts for Family* is great.
1: Yeah, for some reason I just haven't uh, put it on. I should. Oh, I should. That's, that's good. I'll put. We, I'll put that on. This.
0: So we, we watched three. We watched uh, one, two, three episodes on June twelfth. We watched uh, about six episodes on June thirteenth, and then we watched the last two episodes on June sixteenth. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. I, I, I didn't even think I needed to ask you about it. I remember when we first saw it. Again, this is two months ago now. When we first saw it, I was going to a- talk about it on the podcast, and I kind of forgot because I think we finished it on a Tuesday, and I just forgot about it on the by the Sunday, and I forgot to bring it up to you, but I just assumed that you had seen it because I know that season three I think you'd seen in one day. Yeah. Uh, what else have I seen here? um yeah we need we talked about mad men told you about avatar the last airbender and stuff yeah i still need to see there will be blood i started watching it um
1: that's a slow bird movie but it's worth it that is that is a movie that you should try and watch and pay attention as much as you can because it's a Paul thomas anderson movie um and so he moves at his own pace. It's like like he sort of lets those things linger a little bit. Yeah. Same thing with The Master, you know. Uh, another pretty good Paul Thomas Anderson movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and... Uh, Daniel Day. No, uh, The Master is uh, Joaquin oh, Phoenix oh. and Philip gotcha. Seymour Hoffman.
0: Okay. Yeah, PSH. So. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah,
1: that'll be... It's, it's good. Amy Adams is in that too. Oh, uh, she's great.
0: She I haven't seen see her in it. a bit.
1: Yeah, she's You know, I'm interested because I saw that there was a some movie theater. I don't know, uh, or some sorry, uh, uh, distributor. I think uh, ruled or changed their thing where instead of movies that have been in theaters waiting at least thirty five days before uh, they're available for like video on demand. Yeah. That uh, they've lowered it to seventeen.
0: Oh okay. And what's interesting is uh,
1: tenant right uh what's his uh who who makes sense the uh the batman guy uh
0: yeah yeah i'm blanking his name right now inception guy (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna gonna feel dumb when we when i when i google this christopher nolan
1: christopher nolan yeah he they're they're doing international release for that movie oh are they yeah, they are hell bent on releasing that movie this summer. It is a perfect summer movie. I'll, I will say that. But
0: all a $200 I know is two hundred million dollar budget. Wow. Yeah. How much? Two hundred to two hundred twenty-five million dollars is what yeah. Wikipedia says is the budget for that yeah. movie.
1: I mean the the effects are insane, right? Right. Uh, and you got to spend up to make shit look like natural when it's like unnatural, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all I know is that countries around the world are, like, doing worse, no matter who is opening up. Yes. It seems like the only people that are doing well is New Zealand, because everyone in New Zealand seems to have a, a good head on their shoulders about all this stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be awesome if we could watch Tenet at Home, and I would gladly pay nineteen ninety nine to watch Tenet 100%. at Home. So kidding me? To, yeah.
0: yeah. I talked to Lena about this the other day, because um, I think, like, a week ago, we were talking about it, because we were listening to – a podcast, and I want to say they mentioned Tenet and how it was being delayed even further. And I think one of the things that we were saying is the only the issue with the, the video on demand at home where it's twenty dollars is that none of the movies that have released have really been of particular interest to me. Like the only way i the only reason I would have seen any of the movies that have been available is if I had Movie Pass still and I didn't have a baby. But because the movies weren't super interesting to me, I wasn't going to bother paying twenty dollars for them. But a movie like Tenet, I would definitely pay to see that. would love to watch that movie at home. I mean, I would love to see it in the theaters, but if I couldn't see it in theaters anytime soon, which seems to be the case, then, yeah, I'd be happy to watch it at home here. Right.
1: So, I hope that more and more movies come out that way so we can, we can enjoy them, even in the time of COVID.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, have you watched any uh, sports lately? as as some sports start to return
1: no honestly no, no i guess like you don't have cable even, anyway right I'm, I'm i'm barely even catching up on like the subreddit of the nBA you know
0: i see it is different just, i've only seen one i've only seen one full game that was the sixers yesterday that's typically how i watched the nba in the past i would only watch the sixers games um it's interesting though like seeing seeing the so in the NBA's case, it's it's all in a bubble, right? So they're playing they're playing in in Orlando. Um, I don't know if it's like one court one court that they have, or if they have a few courts. But one of the things that they have is behind the, but uh, like you know the normal broadcast that you see, it's it's still filmed at the kind of the same angle that you would typically see a basketball court, and you would normally see like bits of the crowd on the top of your screen. What they've done is they basically have I think people watching the game live they've plastered their faces like as if they're in seats almost and so it's basically it basically looks like the top of a zoom call and it's not like digitally planted for us to see i think it's a big screen yeah. around the court so that the players are seeing actual fans faces and then they pump they pump fake audio into the arena so that it sounds like you know people are there um the MLB though is in a, a dumpster fire. Because, <laughs> it's a dumpster because, fire. But I feel like this is kind of uh this is kind of like what you're going to see if you watch um if uh if the NFL comes back, but it'll be comp, it'll, the, the problem will be compounded even further because it's at the football teams are so huge.
1: Well, we're going to find out on Tuesday, we're going to find out on Wednesday, I think. Tuesday is when everyone uh reports for training camp around the week. Yeah. Uh you have to have a first COVID test there uh, when you show up and then you're asked to go back home for 24 hours and then you get a second test if it's negative. Uh, you need two negative tests to come on the campus. Uh, because the NFL is also deciding to not operate in a bubble, uh, I can't imagine yeah. um, it's going to go well uh, if the major, if major League Baseball with fewer players that you could argue are so more socially distance than NFL players will. I don't understand how the NFL actually goes. And that's what makes it super frustrating as a commissioner to be like, yeah, I'm in three leagues. I run two of them. One of which is a not, it's a very serious league. And it's also tough to ask people to put time aside for fantasy football right now. When like, world's kind of like super TBD right now, where you could have a little bit put aside right now, but you know, uh, the dark side of this thing is, like, millions of people are still losing their jobs. And it would be hard-pressed for, like, someone who loses their job to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, well, it's just it's a tough situation for everyone to be in. Ideally, obviously, you hope that no one loses their job. You hope that the NFL season goes on. Nobody gets sick. Yeah. We want normalcy. But I don't know how to plan, especially in our league that we're in, Right. How to, like, wrangle everyone all of a sudden. Because normally, by this time, dude, our draft date's already locked in. Yeah. We normally get our draft set by this time. By late January, I like to know exactly when we're drafting. Because people are traveling. It's the summer. You know? It's also, like, Memorial Day weekend. So you want to know, like, we time to draft as late as possible. Ideally, like, the day before Thursday night. But right. there's a lot of leagues. Pe- a lot of different schedules. You know, not you have a baby this year. Uh... There's like all these things that have to sort of happen, and it's just tough because I know, I know the NFL is going to do what's in the best interest of the NFL, which is to continue on like nothing's happened. It might be that like we find out a lot of people have COVID, and a lot of people might not have COVID, and then what? There's no uh, preseason games anymore. So what? We draft for a league that like only plays three games. Yeah, right. And, like you. Then so that that's gonna suck because like well i got to give everyone back their money cuz there's no way i'm taking anyone's money for a 3 game series or a 3 game season or if we hold out this year but then like a full season goes by that's gonna that's gonna suck too but like we, i just saw today that uh the lions quarterback uh he's he's on the covid list right now yeah
0: matt stafford yep yeah
1: so like and he he's not a he's not a a nobody you know what i mean he's a he, he is a player that people will uh will want. Now I'm reading also that Patriots tight end Matt Lacoste is opting out of twenty twenty season. He becomes Mm -hmm. the eighth Patriot to make the decision to opt out. What's nuts is the rumors online are the Patriots will tank this season to get Trevor Lawrence, who is like the prototypical college quarterback that will like win the Patriots another like twenty years worth of championships. He's like that good. He's like he's like that level of a prospect from a quarterback standpoint that like he's like the he's like better than Joe Burrow. You know how like hot everyone was on Drew Bo- Joe Burrow this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like Trevor Lawrence will apparently blow Joe-, Joe Burrow out of the water. So like, it's like the 4D chess that are playing. Wouldn't everyone want to just like tank this season? Because like nobody thinks it's a real season anyways. Yeah. So you should have all your starters just like opt out, because they'll get paid something, and then like you as an organization could be like, well, we were fielding second and 30 string players, and we went 0 16. Like, of course you want to get Trevor Lawrence. I just, long story short, I don't know what to do with Boss
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough call, man. And, and we've talked, we've talked about this in general, just people wanting to start things back up It obviously not being the greatest time in the world to do that. Maybe again, unless you're New Zealand being at even having the capacity to do a lot of this stuff, but yeah, people people don't want to have their life put on put on pause like this, but given given the situation, given given the state of the world right now, it's kind of just like, I don't know, maybe it's not the best time, maybe but again, you're asking people to push off push basically push their lives back a year again speaking of sports at least, to push their years back a year. So what does that mean to um what does that mean to college athletes who are going to be coming out and wanted to join the professional level the following right. year. no idea right but uh
1: i mean college sports are super messed up this year everything's getting pushed back all these colleges with like uh, football training camps like massive programs have covid yeah. outbreaks so yeah i mean young people feel like they're uh invincible, invincible and you right. hope they are but but they're, know, not,
0: you're, you're, th- they're not they're not we they're don't know spreaders. enough They're spreaders of it. That's what makes things consistently worse.
1: Well, that uh, aspect, absolutely. It does make it worse because they're spreaders. But even from like a personal uh, standpoint, you got to ask like, what what is the risk that you're willing to take if you come down with like a debilitating lung disease, right? Long term, where you're just nowhere near the uh, the same type of athlete that like you were before.
0: Yeah, are you exactly.
1: willing to play? It's like it's almost like you know you're playing. Uh, uh, you're asked to take a random card from a fifty two page deck, uh, fifty two card deck. One of those cards will kill you. Are you willing to play that game at all? No. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like you could be like, and most of the cards are normal, but one of the cards could kill you, and some of the cards could hurt you for a long time, and most of the cards may, you know. It might just be a week or two where you're just like upset about it, but like, that's the deck. Take a card. Yeah. There's 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 no there's no pause. There's no pause. And, and most of the cards we don't know what'll happen to you. Anyways, I know we're we're getting down to the, the COVID rabbit yeah,
0: hole. Yeah, no, I I know that's the tough. Like that's the thing though, because we don't know so much about this. And Lane, I was ta- talking to Lane about this earlier today. I feel like everything I was always talking to Lane about, but that's kind of how life is these days. Right. Um, the difficulty, the, the hard thing with when it comes to science is how easy it is to get um, conflicting results or just how it's, you're, you're, it's very difficult or it takes time to get a, a consensus. And we, I think we talked about it a week or two ago with – like think about how long it took before people realized that the loss of sense and smell was a symptom of COVID right. and then how much longer it took before people realized if you're – people who lose their sense of smell and taste actually recover at a greater rate, or they oftentimes recover and don't require hospitalization than those who don't experience that as a symptom. Um, we're seeing more and more that COVID is, is uh, more of a cardio, cardiovascular disease than it is of a respiratory disease, or at least it affects cardiovascular system um, significantly and needs to be looked at. So, The fact that it takes so much time so many people to experience these symptoms like people people are not patient enough or don't understand how long it takes for things to to become apparent and evident in science um like and i was just talking to i was just talking about this earlier like hydroxychloroquine the reason okay. it came, the reason it came out as a potential treatment is because it's something that doctors were giving to their to their patients. But this is also in in the time when they were doing anything to give to their patients to, with hopes of of um, helping them recover. And so it wasn't that they were just taking hydroxychloroquine. They may have been taking a cocktail of other drugs. And those people ended up some people ended up recovering. And so anecdotally, at least, there was. There was, uh, I don't want to say evidence, but there were people that, that had received hydroxychloroquine that had recovered, but they were also taking many other drugs. Since then, studies have been done where they were giving people hydroxychloroquine and they gave people nothing, and they did not recover at any greater rate than those who had gotten nothing, or at least minimal, treat- minimal treatment. And so the scientific community as a whole would say, well, hydroxychloroquine doesn't actually is not a suitable treatment for people with with COVID, and um, D- uh, Dr. Fauci was talking about this when he was giving his congressional hearing when he was um, at Congress giving his hearing um, earlier this week. Is when when a case control study was done regarding hydroxychloroquine, there was no evidence sa- showing that it was it was a, a, a um, it was a valid treatment for these people. So, like the fact that this is a thing. The fact that people are still arguing about this, like, that's just, this is how it works. People try stuff, especially when they're desperate because we didn't know any much. We still don't know a lot about COVID. And the fact that, like, people are reporting on things like, oh, this definitely works. And when it comes out that it's not working, stop, stop doubling down.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Why are we doubling down on something where you didn't have enough evidence early on? Yeah, it would have been great if it was working, but you didn't have enough evidence early on. When you did gather evidence and do a proper study, turned out it wasn't working. So then you can say, okay, well, you know what? It would have been great if it was. Turned out there were other confounding variables that weren't being taken accounted for, that were not accounted for early on because we we weren't doing a study on this. We were just giving people stuff. And uh, now we know better. Now we know better, so you're not gonna give it to people. You're gonna give people other things to help them get better. did you hear the story about the school in Indiana that had opened up yeah. and within hours it had, to, it had to quarantine students because somebody tested positive? Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a, a constant thing this year while, while schools start to open up.
1: Um, I don't know how it's not safe or it's safe to have schools open, not safe to have voting and polling this year. I don't understand how people are cherry-picking what is safe and isn't safe. When we It's August 2nd. We know yeah. what we know. And I'm just going to come out and say that if you're not doing what you should be doing, you're an asshole. Yeah. That's, it's straight up now. It's August. You're the person in the disaster movie that when you're watching the disaster movie, go, how could this motherfucker be so stupid? Yeah. That's what it is. That's what yeah. it is. People are gonna throw personal liberty bullshit at you. People are gonna tell you, it's my, "I've got rights." You do have rights. Yeah. You absolutely, do have rights. But you know, the government tells you things all the time that you follow. You know, exactly. You drive on the right side of the road. You wear clothes <laughs> when you go outside. There's like all these things that you still do because the government tells you to do. It. And so yeah. you, you're you're cherry picking the logic there. But I also understand that people don't want to hear logic, and people don't want to people don't want to be told that what they're doing is wrong. And people are also tired and desperate and just feeling like, you know, I want to be able to live my life, whatever the, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. So anyways, finish Parasite and we'll talk.
0: All right. Yeah. Sounds good.
1: (laughs) All right. Cool. Well, uh, let's get out
0: of here. All right. I'm Russell.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. (laughs)